You are listening to Any Given Sunday Australia. Yes, hello and welcome to the Any Given Sunday Australia podcast, the number one podcast in this household. Today is a little bit different of an episode. We have our boy TC24 joining us from the very start. How are you, Timmy? Very good. Tommy, how are you, mate? Yeah, mate, I'm always very good, especially when we have... 57 days until kickoff. That is it's getting close. We're getting very close now. What's that? Only eight weeks, not even? Something like that? Yeah, what's that? Just inside two months? Yeah. yeah just so, about. And then pre-season's probably four weeks before that. So we're only about four weeks from some actual football. Seeing some games, yeah. Another big week. We're, we're on the up and up here at any given Sunday. We've got, we had the exciting news of hoops and crates last week. Uh... We've got another pretty exciting, I'll say, we've got a competition that we're going to announce later in the episode, Timmy. Yep. So we're on the up and up here at any given Sunday, so make sure that you're listening and then you'll see on the socials and all those kind of things. But to start with, we're going to get into some NFL news. So, Baker Mayfield, it came out last week, but obviously after we recorded, he's been traded to the Carolina Panthers. For a is it conditional fifth round? I believe. Yeah, conditional right. conditional fifth round in um, 2024. Yeah. Do you and know what a conditional s- fifth round is, mate? Yeah. So now I saw that the condition being that if he plays 70 percent of the snaps at the Panthers, yeah. it'll go down to a fourth round pick. Yeah. So yeah, obviously, yeah, overall. pending pending you know how well he's yeah, going at the Panthers the and yeah, yeah, that's right. So you know if he's going to be a, an obvious starter for more of the year, he's worth more. So therefore. Um, Cleveland get compensated with a, a better pick. And the Panthers to a fourth, have done fourth round. very, very well out of this, I think. They've yeah, they, they, were the, they were the big winners out of this whole yeah, deal. Splitting the salary, it was always led to believe it was going to be 50-50. Yep. Um, but the Browns have picked up $10 million of the cap hit next year. Ten and a half, yeah. And the Panthers are only looking at 5.5 because Mayfield took a pay cut. He actually yeah, well, I, I, I saw it was as low as 4.85. And then, better. so the remainder of his... Um, 18 million total. He it got converted to incentives. Yeah, right. So it's like 3.45 million has been converted to incentives, which but, yeah, is it, it, it essentially could be a pay cut. Um, well, but that's it, sort it's of still shit, still 16 million. He's still going guaranteed. right. I'm not. Yeah, yeah so but the that, guaranteed but, money is is changed. But like he's, yeah. he's still got incentives. But what that means for the Panthers is they're essentially paying backup quarterback money for a potential starter. So yeah. they've done really well out of the deal. Um, and that's it has come out that, well, they're always going to say it. It's not a foregone conclusion that he's the starter. There's still going to be between him and Sam Darnold that are a bit yeah. of a head-to-head. Who obviously, when when they picked up Darnold, they, they gave up a bit more. I think it was a few more earlier round picks yeah, that they gave up for Darnold. So first or second round? Yeah, yeah, so they gave up a bit more. So this year they're a little bit more tight I guess with what they um what they traded to get Mayfield yeah. but yeah all, all reports coming out of the Panthers are that they want you know healthy competition between Mayfield and Darnold to yeah, play for that starting QB position and even like um hearing reports that Darnold himself has actually been really accommodating in welcoming Mayfield like he's organized some um like away from the club 
training sessions to meet up with a few players and things like that. So he's, you know, looks like he's going about it uh, with a real positive attitude. So it's only going to be better for the Panthers. It'd be better for him to do that, I reckon, anyway. If you're going to come in there with a bit of a a snotty nose and... Yeah, if you come in with a bit of a chip on your shoulder and, you know, you're a bit negative about it, it's probably not going to go in your favour. I think it's going to help you yeah, I did, I did see that also Baker uh, flexed on the the punters the Panthers new punter um, Johnny Hecker because Hecker's just been um, traded to the Panthers and was going to be wearing number six. Obviously, no that's that's Baker's <laughs> number that he's worn his whole career. So he just flexed on the punter and said, "I'll have that, thank you, son." Yeah, that, is, uh, <laughs> that is mine. But yeah, good. I, I think that was the right move for Carolina anyway. So it, yeah. yeah, definitely. I think it puts and, it. it with with him, I'm going to put some in a bit more dangerous territory going to playoffs. See him stay yeah. in the backfield, like. Oh yeah, for sure. Like you know, when he when he was playing healthy, yeah. you know, he's a good he's a good you know quality starting quarterback. And like what they've done, like so, it's just a one year deal to get Baker to the Panthers. And so at the end of this season, Donald is also going to be his contract is going to be up. So it gives them a few options for the 2023 season, whether they want to, you know, franchise Mayfield or they want to trade out. Uh, like they said, they've got lots of options there yeah. for the 2023 season as well. One of the smarter things the Carolina Panthers have done over the last few years. Dan Snyder, he's offered to testify, mm-hmm. but only under the subpoena rules that he was given. I do have... Yeah. Uh, it's here somewhere. Uh, yeah, so Timmy, you have anything to say about it? I'm just getting another thing on. Oh, wait, sorry. Well, yeah. Well, so if he's if he's testifying under subpoena rather than like voluntary, like everyone else that's gone before this committee has, it means he has to. He's obligated to answer the questions. Yeah. Um, and so it means he virtually on I believe the twenty eighth. He's going to be in Israel. Like he's he's overseas Israel. in Israel. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's Israel. He's um nice. he's over there. Um, I think he's mourning the anniversary of his mum's passing or you know something like that anyway so he's overseas so his lawyer's going to go over there for his um testimony yep um but the the Uh, thing is he can't hide sure that the testimony is to full and complete yeah so via zoom on the 28th yeah and he can't so it means he can't hide behind ndas that have been signed saying if they're asking questions you know about a specific person and that person's already signed an nda yeah it means he can't hide behind that, which he has a bit of a history of doing. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so in his lawyers are sort of... Because you remember we were talking about he's a bit... He was concerned about the due process and yeah, all that sort of stuff. Be, and going to be fair and legal. And- yeah, so the committee is sort of not bending to, like, you know, his will, but they're, they're sending over um, transcripts of all previous um, testimony and things like that. And yeah. So yeah, they're trying just to... showing him that, mate. We're you're here to trip yourself up. We're not going to trip you up. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, maybe. Mm. <laughs> Watch your space. I think the that's going to be on the 27th or the 28th, which 28th, is the last. It says here, yeah, yeah, it's the last two days before the um. I think the house sits for recess or you know something yeah. like that. So, so he's getting it in at the very last. Give him the least opportunity to talk. The about last it. possible moment. So smart. Yeah, yeah. It's not an owner for no reason, but yeah. Uh, positive, more positive news. The Pats have traded away wide receiver. Now, it's Nkeel, Harry, I believe. I traded him to the Bears. Yeah. Nkeel, yeah, I'm happy with Nkeel. Nkeel. Let's just say wide receiver Harry to the Bears for a 2024 seventh round pick. Uh, he was a, got it here, first rounder, pick 32 in the 2019 draft. 
So it's not a bad pickup by the Bears. Yeah, he well, he was he was the highest drafted receiver in Bill Belichick's tenure at the Panthers, which is obviously still going. Yeah. But he's been the highest drafted receiver in that time that Belichick's been at the helm. But he just never really was able to get get no. his game going at the Pats. And I saw his manager when he was probably his best at thirty three receptions. Yeah, he, he just nine yards. Yeah, he was never able to put up those big numbers that he sort of had in college. And like I saw his manager said that um, you know opportunity. Um, what did he say? Opportunity provide or opportunity provides you know more of a chance for bigger numbers. So I think they just feel like him moving, getting a fresh start, new opportunities. Yeah, can be absolutely. good for him. So yeah, good, it, good it luck to him. Gives uh, the the Bears a few more weapons down the field. He looks like he well, in 2021 he was averaging 15 yards a catch. Only only caught 12, but 15 yep. yards a catch. So he's a deep threat. Uh, yeah, which probably good for Justin Fields and, and the Bears. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I keep doing that noise, mate. That's good. Uh, have you seen the Lamar Jackson Twitter photo? My, my photo. Yours? Did is you that, put it up? Is that what you're saying? When, where I'm looking? Where I'm looking real jacked? Real jacked. No, I'm actually talking about the photo he put up uh, above. Uh, what's the the background photo? Whatever it is, it was of uh, his gold teeth, and it says on there, uh, "I need money." Oh, I thought you were talking about. Because uh, he just recently put up a photo. He did look very jacked. He's looking photo. huge. And uh, I, think no, I, I didn't. Car. I didn't see this other photo. No, no, I'm yeah, DK. DK commented on the one where he's give looking. Me some, uh, give me some jacked. bicep, mate. You are like, huge as it is. You don't. You don't need any more. <laughs> yeah. So, but Lamar. Yeah. So the it's a big gold. You know the gold teeth that people wear. Uh, says, I need money on it. And but he's come out and said it's not a message to the Ravens, which like well, he's come. Yeah, well, he's coming into the last year of his rookie contract, so and he's he's pretty much the last of that era kind of quarterback that is that is holding out, um, and he's he's representing himself. So I don't think it's a coincidence that you put a photo like that up on your Twitter, where you know however many millions of people are going to see it. We've well, and we've talked about it before, but we see it time and time again. You know, they play a little, few little mind games oh, on social it. media and things yeah, like that. So that's, that's all. Right. That's all right. I don't mind that. Nah, it's give, but, but to come out and say, no, nah, no, nah, it's not for them. It's give the just, man his money. Yeah, well, he's <laughs> going to get paid big if he stays healthy. So yeah, yeah, very funny though. Nah, I like that. We like we like the characters. We do that, and it makes the game. Uh, have you seen? Have you heard of Heinz Field, mate? Do you know where Heinz Field is? I, I do, mate. I do. Well, it's so no longer the, there. Home of the Pittsburgh Steelers, it mate. Is no longer there. They've changed the name after twenty-one years. Yep. Acrishaw. I believe, which is a yes. insurance. They're, company, in a, they're like. a big insurance, you know, conglomerate firm, or yeah. firm or you know whatever you want to call it. So it's Acrisure Stadium. Yes, which is very tongue twister to start with. But Big Ben has come it's, out. It's got a different ring to it, I guess. Oh no, it just doesn't roll off the tongue like Hines. Acrisure Stadium. Acrisure. Yeah. Uh, but Field. Big Ben and the fans have got onto Twitter and they've said they're not too happy. Big Ben actually tweeted and said, Ooh, "I've got it here. I've got to be better at this." I saw this tweet. You did. Always was, always will be Heinz Field. Yeah, all that sort I can't of... believe it. It doesn't yeah. seem right or real. Home will always be Heinz Field. I will That's never the forget the last game and all the amazing fans. There's probably a few more games that you played there, mate, but that's probably a fair point. So yeah, well, he, not too but happy out there. He played his whole career as a Steeler. He played at Heinz Field, so obviously yeah. he's going to have a lot of emotional attachment. Um, mate, I'm of the opinion... Shut up! Stop sucking! Move on. Whoa! I'm like, well, who cares? Like, Big Ben is an avid listener, so he will hear this. Yeah, but like, 
you know, do they realise that getting a new deal with Acrisure means more money for their organisation? And their original deal with Heinz was for twenty years, and then they twenty twenty one was an additional an additional year, and then they just they couldn't obviously come to an agreement. So in comes Acrisure, who are, I think globally they're worth three point something billion dollars. So they're a huge, huge company. Yeah, so there's big money behind them. Just be happy. Yeah, well, that's it's it's only going to help them, isn't it? So. Oh, it's a bit hard to say. Yeah, <laughs> okay, no. it is what it is. Yeah, nah. Uh, yeah, stop sucking. You're off them. Nah, fair enough. Stop sucking. Uh, the Vegas, Las Vegas, have come and hired Sandra Douglas Morgan as the first black female president of a NFL organization. The Vegas, they. Needed some good publicity in this kind of space after the last few years. Uh, they've had a yeah, a couple of bad years. Yeah, yeah. So good on them for. I don't want to say that it was like going through a resume. She's definitely, you know, suited to the job. I know she was part. Oh of mate, the, I was having a look at this as well. So she's a like she's a lawyer in um, Nevada. She's previously she was the chair of the Nevada Gaming Control Board, which you know you've got to assume is a pretty. Uh, powerful and you know important position, Ooh, yeah. given the state of gambling in Nevada. But um, yeah, mate, she's got a great resume behind her, and um, yeah, it's only going to mean good things for the Raiders franchise, which Raiders. is a great thing. She was also, I think, she was part of the the college um, cha- when it changed to the the new system. She was part of that. As yep, well. she was. So, she was so involved. She's got yep. a, she has a football background, so it's not as if they've gone out and just got a random. No, and I saw her husband. He played in the NFL between '99 and 2002. There you go. So, so she she's got a bit of background. she's got a bit of football pedigree. She, yeah, she knows. She'll know a bit about the system and everything. Yeah. So it just it, it it feels a little bit like we need some good publicity. Let's let's go out and get the first black female president. No, don't be so negative, Tommy. She's hired because she's that kind of shit. I reckon she's the best person for the job. <laughs> Settle down. Yeah, no, it's your team. You're gonna feel, <laughs> you, yeah, feel be nice. But no, nah, good on it. So uh, I think good things coming for the Raiders. Definitely. Condoleezza Rice. Do you, do you, I remember her from, she was standing, was it not Bush? It might have been she, Bush. She, she was, was part of the Bush. Bush. Yep, she was part yeah. of the Bush administration. She was the Secretary of State. She's now joined the Broncos in the ownership group. She's part of the big conglomerate, the Walmart and um, whoever else was involved in that. So yeah. The Penner family, is it? Or the... um, I can't remember what they're called. They're... They're very oh, rich, Walter, The Walter family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I, it was a bit of a surprise when you see this, but she also has a yeah. background. Funnily enough, was a Browns fan growing up. So She grew up in Denver, studied in Denver. She got her law degree at the University of Denver, so she's got ties to the to, to the, the city. So, yeah. She, she's jumped on board. I want, it they're they're excited about what she brings. Yeah, I, I don't know what percentage or... Nah, and obviously this, this sale is still pending um, the vote by the other... Um, Owners. Franchise owners. Yep. So to go ahead, it obviously needs the 24 of the 32. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, well, everything's looking... someone like Condoleezza Rice on board is definitely going to help. You know, it only... Exactly. Slowly. It only adds a bit of, uh, you know, what's the word? A bit of power to your sort of... Yeah, to your pitch, I guess. Yeah, a nice little bit of cream. But, yeah, another one. Just, we're, we're progressive in the NFL. It's great. <laughs> uh, now, like we did last week, I found a... a uh, headline, I guess, uh, and it's the ESPN are ranking the top ten quarterbacks. Well, they've ranked them all, but we're going to talk about the top ten quarterbacks of twenty twenty two. Only 
I bring this up only because my man was number one, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Yeah, why no, why you want to talk about that. this? Like, yeah, let's talk about this. <laughs> yeah, of course. Last year, he was ranked number two. Obviously, went back-to-back MVP. So, fair enough. He's now number one. There he is up in number one. Yeah. Nah, good on him. Well done. <laughs> I, I, did, I did say interesting. They've got uh, Deshaun Watson in there at number nine. <laughs> Obviously. Really? I didn't get yeah. that far down yet. You, just, you, stayed, you saw number one and you didn't scroll. No, I didn't. Yeah, that's all we're going to have a look at. Yeah, nah, is there so anyone that you think is a bit stiff not making it? Um, not really. Like When you look at the guys they've got in there, it's hard to argue against. Like, maybe Deshaun Watson. <laughs> it may be, yeah, maybe something. played some, for two years. How does he get maybe, in there? Last yeah, ranking was NA. Yeah, it makes sense. Maybe um, off the back of potentially not playing this year and all that sort of stuff. You know, maybe he could have bumped out of the top 10 and someone else could have stood in. Maybe Derek Carr's or someone. Yeah, Kyler well, Murray's. Nah. If he had a bit of a down year with injury last year, we should actually go through the top 10. So I'll say it as we go. Yeah, read so Rogers yep. number one. Then we've got Mahomes, number two. We've got him going up here. Josh Allen at three. Brady at four. Joey B. Maxie will be happy for the Cincinnati Bagels. He's at five. Bagels. Uh, Matty Stafford, after winning the Super Bowl, climbed up to six, although last year he was also number six, so that makes sense. Justin yep. Herbert, he was nine last year. He's climbed up to number seven. Um... Russell Wilson, he was eight, but he slid down. Uh, sorry, last year he was fourth. He slid down to number eight. Deshaun Watson at nine, like you said. And rounding out the top ten, Dak Prescott, who was number seven last year. Yeah. And so they've got they've got Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, and Lamar Jackson as honourable mentions. Honourable so. mentions, yeah. Yeah. I think you could like, think you're it, a little bit stiff not to get in that if you... Ah, maybe. Yeah, how much do they care, though? Um you know what then again it's voted on by they say 50 league executives coaches scouts and players so you know depends who they've got um involved in the survey they put my man at number one so it sounds like they know what they're talking about (laughs) yeah so yeah you're happy (laughs) oh no you just you're you're very happy with it so i am like i said as soon as i saw it i was like we're going to talk about this one this week yeah (laughs) he's well deserving though so i don't i don't know how you can fight it no, you get no arguments here. That's it, good. Uh, so for the next few weeks, Timmy, we're going to be doing a preview of every division. Uh, and this week we've got a... Uh, he's a Baltimore Ravens fan, one of our mates, Ryan Wall. So you can go have a cup of tea or a coffee and just warm up those vocal cords for the second half of the episode if you want, mate. Sounds good. All right. All right, so joining us now, we have the, one of probably one of the smartest men that I know, but the only thing you don't have going for you is you're a Baltimore Ravens fan. Ryan Wall, how are you, mate? Good, buddy. Thanks for having me. Uh, no, mate. Pleasure you coming on. So we've got you on today. We're going to run through the AFC North. Is that right? That is, mate. We're going to go through each team and just uh, give us a bit of a preview for the season. So, the AFC North, we've got Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Cleveland and Baltimore. Who do you want to start off with, mate? Um, I'll leave the Ravens till last, mate. And full disclosure, I am a massive Ravens homer and Lamar Jackson true believer. So, 
Uh, full disclosure, you will get a lot of bias from me, likely in the uh, Ravens report. So I'll start with uh, Cincinnati, mate, because been the reigning champions of the AFC. Yeah, so they started off, well, last year they went 10-7, and 7, and we all know that they made it to the Super Bowl. They've lost a couple of big players, though, I reckon. The big tight end, CJ Uzama, and the defensive tackle, Larry Oganubi. Oganzobi. Oganzobi, they're both gone. So what do you got for them, mate? Uh, well, they lost to Zama, but they added Hayden Hurst in free agency, who yeah, is a former Raven, oh, and Raven. He, yep. he was a Raven. Yeah, Ravens drafted him, and then he uh, he got traded off to was it uh, Atlanta, I think, and then they drafted uh, Kyle Pitts, and that ended his chances of being a tight end one anywhere there. So he's moved over to Cincinnati, and he was really good at the Ravens for his uh, first couple of years as the tight end, sort of two tight end three in their system and they use heaps of tight ends so he worked out really well with them so he might fill that that gap that he's on the left but uh on the d-line ogan is a bit of a loss he's a big body in there so we'll see how they defend the run this year however they addressed their weaknesses pretty well unfortunately because i do not like cincinnati or any of the other teams i'll be talking about today so um they address their offensive line which is a glaring glaring hole. There was just way too much pressure getting on Burrow. Well, he had 70, 70 sacks last year, which is the most by anyone. Got hit a lot, threw under pressure a lot, and yeah, there's as we saw in his rookie season, there's only so many hits you can take until one finishes your year. So, he does, did not want another injury, and looks like the Bengals' uh, front office has gone out and helped him, mate. They added Alex Kaffer at right guard, Ted Garris at centre, because they uh, and Lael Collins at right tackle, the uh, former Dallas Cowboy tackle, who's quite handy. So they've done pretty well in getting a bit more strength on that front line, as well as Hayden Hurst on on tight end. So he can also do some decent blocking as well. Yeah, it just gives uh, them another weapon to go forward with, doesn't it? It does. And you saw that that last play in the Super Bowl where uh, Burrow he checked his route with. Uh, with Chase, and Chase was wide open to be hit, and that would have won in the Super Bowl. But yeah. uh, Aaron Donald, he, uh, it takes a lot of stopping, Aaron Donald. So hopefully these three folks for the Bengals can do a little bit, add that half-second extra of time for Barrow to throw the ball, and that could have made a serious, serious uh, difference in their, uh, in their uh, Super Bowl run last year. That was the game. So unfortunately for them, it didn't happen. But... They've gone out and addressed the need that they needed to add. So overall, you're saying they're probably stronger this year? Uh, I reckon they're, they're probably stronger than what they were last year. However, they also have a lot stronger of a schedule. Um, they're no longer the fellow dweller schedule receivers. So it's been a long time coming for Cincy fans, but uh, they're off the bottom and they're going to have a taste of what, it like, what it's like being hunted and playing hard schedule football as well. So... They're going to be scouted a lot heavier. They're going to have harder games, and the chip on the shoulder is going to be reversed. So they're going to have to see if they can play as the favourites. And I reckon they enter the year as the AFC North favourites, even though some bidding agencies have the Ravens. I reckon you've, you've, you're on top until you're proven otherwise, mate. So Yeah, we, w- we will be going through the odds at the end, so don't, don't give away too much, but you're right. No, no, hold off on that. No, no, you are right. The Ravens are favourite just. So and, and just to sort of show how close this division was last year as well, the, the Bengals got to the Super Bowl, but they were 10-7. and seven. The Ravens were 9-9. Uh, sorry, 8-9. 8-9, yeah. Well, so, they were last at eight and nine. So they were. They were also eight and three. 
um, and lost lost their last six games. But we'll get to the Raiders later, man. I'll just we give will. up my little. We will. So yeah. I think move it on that, or yeah, yeah we'll go, we'll go on to the Browns, I reckon. Just Next, quickly so. before we go, yeah, go to the Browns, and that is going to bring up one of the most controversial trades in recent history, and what will be one of the most controversial decisions the NFL GM will have to make. Um, yeah. Is a, a fair bit of weight on the shoulders, and you, you read different things, mate. But um, whether he sits the whole season or he sits a, a fair chunk of the season, Deshaun Watson won't be playing 17 games this no, year. I can't see him playing any games. Well, I'd, I'd like it to be no games. I I don't think there's a place for what he's allegedly done in um, in pro sports. And I think the harder they come down, the better for the sport going forward. However, I think there's been a little bit leaked recently about a short, short sort of suspension in maybe softening the blow for when they give him 10 games. Maybe 10 games seems more, more strict than what everyone was expected. So I think they're trying to... Lower expectations, but we'll see what happens, mate. I think she, he should be out for the year yep. at bare minimum because um, it's still not finalising what everything is happening. No, nah, not at all. Yeah, so, still got six yeah. cases to answer for. So. Yeah, so anyway, we'll get off him because yeah, we'll he, he, doesn't, football, so. he doesn't deserve too much time, mate. But um, we'll move to what else they did. They brought in Amari Cooper um, as a salary dump pretty much from the Cowboys. Um, re-signed Clowney as well on their edge and brought in Taven Bryan at defensive tackle. Did lose a couple of players. They lost Treader, their center, Austin Hooper, their tight end, and Landry, uh, who's been a pretty good safety blanket over the years for Baker Mayfield and just a real tough receiver. So he will be missed. He's going to New Orleans. Um, but the Browns still have a pretty solid team. The big the big issue is going to be who's throwing the ball on offense. And, and you don't back Toby Brissett, mate? <laughs> it's, it's a league of quarterback stars, and Brissett is a solid backup quarterback, but he is not a star. So whether or not that O-line can keep pressure off or they can make it simple enough game plan-wise, a lot of uh, check down passes to their running backs, which are their real strength. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. Their, their running back is yeah. elite. Yeah. So they yeah, also so went 8-9 and nine last year with the Browns, uh, with the Ravens, sorry. They did, mate. Another sort of semi-disappointing um, team last year but I feel bad for Baker because he played through injury all of last year I'm not a huge Baker fan I, used to, I think he's an okay quarterback but he's he's he got hung out to dry so would you, would you take a, a semi-injured Baker over Jacoby Brissett obviously he's gone yeah, yeah I would yeah I would yeah so um, they're not going to marry but, this year oh, that's gone right? that's gone he's off um, Baker's been traded so he's um, he's gone so We'll see what happens with uh, with Brissett and how many games Watson's suspended. But even if Watson's only suspended 10 games, then he comes back. And that is a very short period of time to get things rolling at the serious end of the year. So, Considering I he hasn't played for, what, two, three years now? Like two full seasons now. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while. So Who it, knows it, what it, kind of training he's been doing? And... Yeah, yeah, so I, I can only assume he's been keeping fit and whatnot. Gave up a, a lot of assets and their future is riding on the suspension of Watson this year and how he comes back years after maybe. So, yeah. um, But they, they, they went in all for that and in some of them they've got Marlon 
Miles Garrett and Jadeveon Clowney on the edge. Their defense will always sort of put up a little bit of a fight and will keep them competitive on the defensive end, which is good. Um, but, yeah, I, I just can't see it throwing-wise. Their running back room is, is really good, so they're just going to run Chubb and Hunt into the ground, I think, for most of the year and see how that works. But if their bodies can hold up and they'll always be able to put points on the board for teams that can't defend the run and Brissett will keep it simple and just throw a lot of check-down passes to their backs as well and they'll be able to win games, but I don't think they'll be able to win important games. No. So we'll move off these guys. We'll move on to the 9-7-1 and Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, they're, um, yeah they're, they did what they needed to do last year to get Big Ben one more round in the playoffs. And I don't think that they were ever going to compete in the playoffs last year. I mean, that was pretty fairly obvious for everyone watching. But um, they did really well to get a, a last playoff appearance for Big Ben, who's been a thorn in my side for many years. Yeah, 18 years, mate, 18. Long time, mate. And he's, um, well, he's got his own controversy in the past, but he's been a very good quarterback. And... Uh, yeah, he's done well for their franchise, mate. So they're in a real transition year this year. They've uh, they've got uh, Najee Harris running back last year. is really, really good. Roethlisberger couldn't throw deep or outside the numbers fantastically well last year. So he was doing a lot of cheeky little dunk passes to, uh, to Najee, and Najee is a machine. So we'll see how he goes with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback or... If they throw the ball to Kenny Smallhands Pickett in his first year, I don't think they will. I think they're going to have to sit and wait on Pickett. But Mr. Bisky has been a solid backup QB in his, in his time at Chicago. And you know what you're getting out of Trubisky, mate. Like, you yeah. know what you're getting out of Brissett. Absolutely. I, I, yeah. I can see them being pretty much the seller. I, I think it looks that way. And, and I mean, you've, you've got... On the defensive side, you've got TJ Watt and Cam Haywood on your defensive line, so you, you're always going to be a nightmare to play against on the line. Um, so they're always within a, within a chance. I think that's that's the hard part is their defense is still pretty good. Yeah. Um, so I think they'll they'll always be there and about, but yeah, their offense is going to rely really heavily on Najee Harris and. In your second year, and taking that sort of workload, it's it's going to be it's going to be hard for them. I don't think they've got a heap in the wide receiver range. They've drafted a few really good, sort of promising young wide receivers, including George Pickens, and that looks good. And we'll see how he goes. But yeah, they lost Juju Smith Schuster to free agency, is off to Kansas. So uh, I don't think they have the weapons for Brissett really either. And I think they're they're fully aware that they're transitioning into the next stage of their franchise, mate. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so lucky last, we'll move on to your eight and nine Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, the eight and nine Ravens, which I did say earlier, were eight and three, but uh, lost Lamar Jackson through the year as well as every other pro bowler that seemed to be playing for us. So it was a really tough year last year, mate. So they put up a good fight early, but we had no running backs in the running back room after preseason. We We lost a lot of our secondary early in the year um, and then yeah losing Lamar Jackson was the cherry on top we had a poor offensive line as well last year so all things that have been changed mate hopefully for the better and they've gone out and, and problems at, at offensive line and the secondary the secondary looks for which is almost a direct response to 
how the NFL is being played today with wide receivers and passing the ball being the real flashy show business sort of uh, of, uh, of the time. So Jamar Chase is was a is a massive problem um, for the Baltimore Ravens in their two games against Cincinnati. So they brought in Carl uh, Hamilton at safety in their first round, as well as adding some pieces at um, cornerback as well um, later in the draft. And then signing Kyle Fuller as a third cornerback as well. So they've addressed their secondary really well. They've addressed their offensive line really well. The question for Baltimore sort of sits at wide receiver. They traded Hollywood Brown for a first-round pick on draft night. Um, apparently he wanted to be in a different system that is built around throwing the ball. So he's off to Arizona and good luck to him. Um, but Baltimore run the ball. They bully the ball and they brought in additional tight ends and more offensive linemen to help do that as well as hopefully getting their two-star running backs back in uh, Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins and having a more rounded game rather than just relying on Lamar to scramble his way to first downs in random situations, mate. But wide receiver is the question mark on Baltimore. Can they sort of get Rashad Bateman to be the number one man? Can he be the star that they so desperately need? Or is it going to sit sort of question marks over the head there? I don't know, mate. And other issues there is the pass rush as well. Half their pass rush team are recovering from injury. So Adarthe Owe, first rounder from a couple of years ago, is recovering from a shoulder. He's back now, but you've always recovering from injury. And then you've got uh, their second round pick last year, Adarthe Owe. Sorry, not Adarthe Owe. Um, just gone, just gone full blank mode, mate. Um, Perfect. That's all we want. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. That's all we need, man. Yeah, so they've, they've got um, yeah, a, a, a lot of injuries sitting at the the outside linebacker position with Tyus Bowser recovering from an Achilles from last year, so he'll be back sort of halfway through the year. Um, this was their second round pick recovering from an Achilles during his pro day as well. So um, there's pressure there, but they brought back Justin Houston, so there is there is some experience on that outside linebacker and pass rush sort of setup, but. It will come back down to um, injuries for the Ravens. They've got a lot of players yeah, coming back it. from injury. If they can stay um, healthy, I think they'll they'll be right up here. Because they'll, they'll find. I know you're saying they're a bit light on a wide receiver, but they find ways to win. And they're like you said, if their well, running core can stay healthy, then they'll beat most teams. I reckon. Yeah, if you look at 2019, like they had rookie Marquise Brown and then Willie Sneed as their wide receivers, so they don't need star wide receivers to play their type of football they they run the ball and they make you sort of they make you match them up they'll chuck two tight ends in and an extra lineman and play jumbo sets and really pressure you on on the ground and push you into the ground and if they get a lead they're going to be hard to beat but if they are behind then they're going to have to throw the ball and that's when it's going to come back to is Rashad Bateman the star I'm hoping he is but Lamar Jackson will be back hopefully at full health. He's put on some size in the off-season, so he can hopefully take those hits that he's going to cop throughout the throughout the course of his career. But he's looking really, really uh, bulked up, so hopefully that will help, Matt, and um, hopefully they'll be able to stay healthy because if they stay healthy, I can't see this team missing the playoffs, and I see them sort of pretty well advancing if they stay healthy, but that's, that's, that's the question mark for a lot of teams. I, I see this division pretty much as a two-horse race, especially depending with Deshaun Watson. And the, the bookies agree. They've got the Ravens at 250 leading. 
Uh, and then the Bengals at 275, then it goes out a little bit. If the Browns, they can be there, thereabouts at 375, and then the Steelers down at 950. I'm going to throw yeah. you under the bus, mate. I wanted a bit yeah. of, just to finish off. What's your prediction for the year? Who's going to who's going to top it? Who's going to bottom it? I wouldn't be a Ravens fan if I didn't say that we we're going to come out on top. And that if we're, if we're healthy, then I see us coming out on top, mate. I, I, I just see us just covering the the Bengals, who had a bit of a harder run into the into the regular season than they did last year. So I, I reckon we've got them covered if healthy. If not, they're the reigning champs. They're throwing the ball well. They've got good running backs. They've improved their own line. They're solid on defense. They've got a pretty good team, and it pains me to say it, but. Um, They'll, uh, they'll have a tougher run. It'll be harder run for them. They're going to be hunted. They're going to be scouted. And I've got the Ravens as regaining their rightful place at the top of the AFC North. But, yeah, and lastly, yeah, it's got to be Pittsburgh. Yeah, um, I, I reckon they're pretty much spot on with uh, that that four. So. Yeah, they get much wrong, though. There's a lot of money riding on it. So, um, yeah, if you look at if you look at Pittsburgh, but, I mean... It's Kenny Pickett and Trubisky and no wide receivers anymore. And, yeah, they're, they're transitioning, mate. So good luck to them. They, they, I'll enjoy their time at the bottom because they've caused a lot of good times um, for their fans and a lot of bad times for mine. So uh, it'll be good seeing them at the bottom. And the Browns, yeah, Browns will be very heavily dependent on that suspension. But even if Deshaun's not suspended, I still have them behind the Bengals and the Ravens. Yep, beautiful. All right, mate. Well, uh, that's. I know you're a busy man, so I appreciate you making the time to, to come give us the AFC North, and uh, we'll we'll check back with you at the end of the year and see what your predictions are like. Yeah, hopefully not too rubbish, mate. But we'll see what happens. It'll be a bit better once training camps underway and preseason games. We'll see. We'll see how much crap I actually talk. <laughs> I know it's a lot, but uh, I appreciate you coming on anyway. No dramas, mate. Thanks for having me. And we are back with our man, TC24. How are you nice and warm, those vocal cords, mate? Pleasure to be back. Nice and hydrated. Nice Good. little cup of tea. Cup of tea? No, you co- tea or coffee, man? No, nah, I don't drink either. Just had water. Warm water? <laughs> mate, Danny, nah, Danny just told us what, last what, week. Warm, warm drinks. I don't, I, don't do, I don't do warm drinks. I don't know what it is. But Danny told us warm drinks will warm the vocal cords. You've got to be ready to go, mate. You've just had a 20-minute break. I don't disagree. I, I just... Lubricated vocal cords are good enough for me. Yeah, all right, fair enough. So we are getting into our baseball chat. Actually, yep. before we get into our baseball chat, let's talk about our competition. I reckon it's a good time to, to bring up our competition. Yeah, good a time as any. We've had our good friends, your, probably your good friends more than mine, uh, at Better Beer have jumped on board with us. So in conjunction with Better Beer, we're going to put a little prize pack together. Uh, and on this socials, you can tag two people. So there'll be two posts that you can use. Either You have to use the main post, though, Timmy, yep. which will be one on Instagram and one on Facebook. Yep. Tag two of your friends, and you'll go into the running to win a couple of slabs of better beer. You'll win a crew neck hoodie, crew neck jumper. Crew neck is not a hoodie. Yeah. A shirt, all from better beer. Yep. And we'll chuck in a Any Given Sunday shirt as well. So get tagging and uh, give your mates a chance to, to jump on as well. So if you tag them, then they can tag and they can go in the running as well. And we're going to run till we'll announce the winner on next week's... Next week's show? Uh, next week's show. But yep. yeah, we're, like I said, we're, we're on the up and up here at Any Given Sunday, mate. Yeah, look, look out. And if you're going to tag your mates, encourage them to have a listen to you know the previous episodes and everything like that. And then... 
if they jump on and tag two friends, they get an entry. They jump on and tag two friends, they get an entry. So, you know, the more entries, the more chances of winning this pretty pretty good prize pack. There is two slabs in there, so you're going to need a few friends. So, well, so most people are going to need a few. I'll probably yeah. 15 just to get through those. But uh, make sure, have you had better beers? I have, yes. I'm yes. not a beer drinker. Is it a good beer? I, I enjoy it, yeah. It's really nice. I've heard plenty and it's of a, things. So. It's a, I think it's a low-carb like It is, a low, yes. Low-carb low carb beer, yeah. For those who are watching their, their winter weight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, always important. So, it's uh, yeah, exciting time. So, make sure you check out the socials. Tomorrow morning, it'll kick off. 9 a.m. Friday, Australian Eastern Standard Time, it'll kick off. Yeah. And what, you're going to run it for a, for a week, are you? For a, just, yeah, well, so it'll run till probably Wednesday night, Thursday morning next week. Sounds good. We'll confirm tomorrow morning what, what day it'll finish. But you've got a whole week. So the more more people you tag, the more chances you have to win. Beautiful. All right, let's get into that baseball chat now. So Yes. Uh, it's a little bit quiet on the... I've got some scores for us, but next week is the All-Star game down in LA. LA, Dodger Stadium. Have you watched an All-Stars game before, mate? I don't think I have. No, the, the home run derby is the one to watch. That's the... Yeah, it's on the Monday. Is that on the Monday? Is that on the Monday or the... Yeah, because it's... Well, Monday their time. It'll be Tuesday yeah. their time. Yeah, yeah, Monday their time. Yep. Yeah. Because then nah. the, the game's the next day. But now the game's the next day. Yeah. It's, yep. that, that's the best because they just lob it up and just watch it. Well, it's kind, it's, it's kind of like All-Star Week in the NBA, isn't it? Like, you know, yeah, they have the, the skills and the skill sessions and all that sort of stuff and the dunk contest. Whereas, yeah, the home run... Is home it the home run, run derby? Derby? Derby, yeah. Yeah, I get derby. They go with. Yeah. Uh, we'll go through some scores quickly. The Yankees are at the bottom of the eighth. We are tied 6-0 with the Cincinnati Reds. Cards are up 6-2 over the Dodgers. Uh, the Orioles 4-1 over the Cubs. Athletics are down 5-0 to the Rangers. Padres up 3-0 to the Rockies. Your Angels, bottom of the second, are nil all with the Astros, which is a good start. They're in some red-hot form. Yeah. Uh, the Mets got the job done, 7-3 over the Braves. Uh, anything else? Marlins are 5-4 over the Pirates. And the Blue Jays, 8-2 over the Phillies. So some big games there, but I think uh, what more important is to talk about is this All-Star weekend. So it's come out that the Dodgers Stadium concession stand workers, they've actually threatened to strike. So this could be big deal for them because ninety they've, they've signed a I don't know is it a contract, but ninety nine percent of the workers have voted to authorise the strike at any time. Yeah, and so they, yeah, they, fifteen hundred food and beverage workers there, so it could be a big deal. Yeah, they've left yeah they've left it wide open to obviously threatening that we're going to strike on All Star Weekend, which the league definitely don't want. So no. No, no. And the um, Players Association, I believe, the MLB Players Association. They've come yeah. out and they've, they've said we're support right them. behind them. Yeah, so yep. that's, that's good. Yep. Good on the players. We stand in solidarity. But they're, um, so they're looking for, what are they? It doesn't say what they're looking for, but they're... They the haven't Oakland, come out... The, yeah, they haven't come out with their specific... Yeah. yeah. Like just, in this uh, COVID, post-COVID era, they're looking for a bit more certainty for their workers and they don't believe that any worker should have to live in the continue living conditions that they have. So, yeah, good on them, I think. You uh, stand no. up for yourself. It's, good luck to them. Get that yeah. bread. But uh, it, well, it might actually be funny to see them just walk off, you know, mid-game or not good for the fans, but, you know. I don't no, see I think they, they have done this previously, or maybe not them, but they, another union have done this previously in sport. 
and uh, it was all settled before the start of it. So yeah, I think I'm the league sure will be doing, be, or uh, is it the league or the um the parent company that um, it'll be the parent company that uh, yeah that employs buy. yeah that's right that employs these workers. I think they're from Chicago. They're Chicago based. Um, They'll be looking to, yeah, avoid no, any yeah, any walkouts in All-Star Week as, as much as they can. Mm. Nah, good luck to them. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest, um, play, well, the biggest playing streak, current playing streak, has just ended at 553 games. Whit Merrifield from the Kansas City Royals. I'm not sure what he went out with, but last an week... In, an out. injured right toe. Oh, you're gagging. Yeah, it'd be filthy. Oh, I remember. He's set I to, know he, he went is, off with some discomfort, but yeah, he is set to miss a couple of weeks with it. So it's yeah, turf obviously he's obviously done something. Yeah, quite you know significant. But um, yeah, he'd be flat, just ruining your record with a bloody injured toe. So five hundred and fifty-three. I think the next was it's down at like two hundred and sixty now. But in I the league, a, yeah. yeah. I had a look at. Do you have you seen the longest streak? I thought five hundred and fifty was a bloody long streak. I have. I could not believe this when I saw it. This number is outrageous. Carol like Ripken Junior. Yeah. Played two thousand six hundred and thirty-two games in a row. It's from a, May thirty in nineteen eighty-two to September nineteen in nineteen ninety-eight. Just absolutely ridiculous. Like what's that? Seventeen years of playing straight. Straight, not missing a game. Like, no. it's incredible durability. <laughs> he passed uh, and, Lou Gehrig's record and, and broke it by 500 games. Yeah, did it fucking easily. Uh, that's, just the consistency and, like, you know, to be able to perform for that long and poof, surely well, that'll never get passed. Just to make it is, you know, an effort. That's what I mean. Like, he's done it for 17 years in a row. Yeah, it's incredible. He earned, so in that time, he earned the Rookie of the Year. So he's obviously a good player if he's playing for 17 years. Good rookie player. of the Year, the league MVP, 16 All-Star appearances. So 16 out of 17 is pretty... He uh, goes all right. Strike, right, really. What, what was he, a designated hitter or...? Uh, I don't have his... What he actually was. Oh, okay. I've just got his stats. Yeah. As in his game stats. Hey, what's his name? Cal Ripken Jr. We'll, Cal Ripken Jr. We'll quickly chuck it in while you talk a bit of dribble. Oh, we could talk about the All-Star Game and how big Showtime um, has been late, named in the American League as a pitcher and a hitter. Yeah. I so, oh, actually, but yeah, well, before I do that, like, so did you see, and do you know, like, have you got your head around how you get an All-Star appearance? Voted? How, how players? Yeah, so it's voted. So, like, the fans vote for nine starters, mm-hmm. and then the players vote for one reserve at each position, mm-hmm. and then the league, I think, the league picks the rest. Every team has to have a representative, so there's sort of there's that can sort of lead to some big names missing, which I think sort of happens year in year out. That yeah, big yeah. names big names don't play, but it could just be like you know because of certain circumstances, the fans have voted for this person, the players have voted for this other person, and then you you need a representative from someone else, and they happen to play that position that someone who might be an absolute gun and flying misses out on on an all star berth that week, so yeah, or that well. year. Well, so I, can I, we... if it's voted, if the starting's voted by the fans, besides the teams that have got the biggest fan base having a you know obvious majority, it's probably the fairest way to do it. Yeah, oh yeah, it just can lead lead to some anomalies, which I thought was pretty pretty yeah. interesting. It's oh, yeah, it's different that everyone kind of gets a a say in, where the players get a say as well as the the fans. Yeah, yeah, like it's not you know one way or the other. Everyone yeah. gets a little. So you said Showtime in as gets a, a bit convoluted. He's a hitter. 
So I think he was voted by the fans as the starting pitcher, and then the league picked him as a hitter. Nice. Which is pretty impressive. Yeah. And then have you seen for the National um, National League, the Contreras brothers will be both starting because there's been, uh, what's his name? Bryce Harper. Yeah. Um, he was he was selected as a designated hitter, so he's is, is injured. Is he still out with his broken, his broken hand? He, he's injured, yeah. So he, yeah, he won't be playing, so both the Contreras brothers will get to start together. I wonder how That's, many brothers have played and started together. That'd be a great start. Probably yeah. not too many. No, maybe next week you can get another one. Yeah, <laughs> coming from me with all the great stats, I do have Calvin Edwin Ripken Jr.'s nickname, the Iron Man, which is that's fair. He was a shortstop and a third baseman, so he played okay. for twenty-one season at Bolt, all of them at Baltimore. That's yeah, pretty, so he's a journeyman at one club. That's pretty cool. Love yeah, it. Yeah, seventeen years. Um, incredible, incredible. Well, mm. I wonder what stopped his streak. Hopefully, it was something bigger than a right toe. <laughs> <laughs> it or something like sounds bad to say but something a bit more significant than a yeah. right toe injury <laughs> yeah nah, I can't find it oh well ah, okay oh, well. that's alright we'll move on we'll move on so we're, we're that's pretty much it for our baseball we're moving on to some golf chat and it's a yep. big week in the golf universe our normal golf man Maxi he'll be on next week He'll do a bit of a review of the Open, 150th Open, and he'll do a preview of the upcoming Live Tournament. So that's next week. Tune in. Make sure you listen to that one. But it is, like I said, the 150th uh, British Open, which got probably about 150 years, I reckon, it's been going. <laughs> sounds about, yeah, that sounds about right. I don't have enough fingers or toes, but I reckon that's probably roughly where we're at. Oh, there might have been some years where they had to pause, maybe some... Yeah, I wonder if it's some- War years? I'm going to say COVID years they didn't play either. I was going to say World War years. <laughs> Mine's a bit more significant, mate. Come on. Uh, okay. No, <laughs> no, but they're back at they're back at St Andrews, though. Yes, yeah, so um, it is the 30th time they've played the so, Open at St Andrews. So they're averaging, what, every... Well, what, when was the last time? It was back in... 2015 uh, was the last. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Zach Johnson won it in 2015. He was in a playoff with Louis Oosthuizen, which... I did see he has been up there at uh, in in the British Open. He likes the British Open. He came third last year as well, but yep. he was also Mark Leishman, our man. So if he comes back with the form that he did in 2015, maybe the Leish will be up there. You never know. But Morikawa is the defending champion from last year. Yep. Uh, it's it's the biggest thing to come out of this one's probably the PGA versus Live players. So yeah, there's there's been that. Maxi just... has sent us through a couple of things, and he said the biggest thing, which whichever side wins, it's it's bigger bragging rights for them, I guess. I think definitely bigger if one of the live players can get up, because be obviously there's 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 far fewer of them. Yeah, but and just quality at the top. The current. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's still quality there, but there's a lot more quality on the PGA side. Yeah, I but think. Whichever, so I, I don't. It's not really bragging rights though, like because anyone on their four days can win it. Yeah, but it's definitely to yeah, say that we have. If live to come out and say that we have the current British Open Tour champion and he's playing for us, then it's probably bigger for them if they win. I reckon. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. I think they'd be pretty happy <laughs> to have that little uh, bragging right. Mm. But, but Tiger's, Tiger's back. Tiger's yeah, playing. Say you were mentioning before that Tiger is headlining. Yeah. Yeah, so obviously he's going to have a lot of that focus this week, even though he's not, you know, still particularly playing that well. He's still recovering from that car accident in Feb- 
February last year, I think it was. Um, pretty, what's that? Eighteen months. It's still. It's about eighteen months. Where he's, legs or something. You know, he's pretty he's had. I think. Turnaround. Yeah, his right leg was like surgically rebuilt, or you know, because he had to he had to pull out of um, his last PGA. Um, what did, what did he pull out of? He had to pull out of. I think it was the Masters, maybe after fifty-four holes, because yeah. his his leg was, you know, giving him a few issues. He doesn't have a great um, pull <laughs> It was the PGA Championship, sorry, at Southern Hills. Uh, well, yeah, he <laughs> well, potentially does, unless there's uh, a, well, a few more little tigers. <laughs> <you know. laughs> um, he um, he walked sorry, eight holes the other day you. with I know. My, Can uh, he have a composure has gone if his legs are ripped off? No, so that's the thing. Like, obviously, you have to walk, so <laughs> they're not going to make a concession for him. But apparently, he walked eighteen holes last Saturday with Justin Thomas. Yeah, like they were just. I heard he just, was giving him a bit of grief. It was yeah, they were funny. just Did chipping and putting, and then no, I haven't heard what they were he what they were talking about. There must have been there must be a luncheon, you know, on a Tuesday or whatever beforehand. And he said, "Oh, I'll see you at the luncheon." He goes, "Oh shit, sorry, I'm, there's only for past winners." I was going to say, is that the one? Yeah, celebrating the champions. Well, actually, so that's another little thing going back to the live PGA versus PGA. Did you see they didn't invite Greg Norman? He's a past two time winner. Oh. They didn't invite him, so. Thought it'd be automatic um, Well, I guess they can rescind. They can take back an invite if and they. They have. They have, and they did. Yeah, and unless it's like you know they're just trying to avoid all the focus being on yeah. the live versus PGA, so they just sort of they remove Greg Norman from that. And yeah, I reckon of, he wouldn't be too disappointed though, because I reckon he would be. He, he's pretty steadfast. You know, lives the way to go. So. Well, he's like, yeah, he's ha- he's happy. He's made his bed, and he's yeah. happy. Like, he, I don't think he'd be he'd too. Probably not want the controversy either, to be honest. I don't think he'd be too annoyed, nah. um, not being invited. But I think you know. one thing that would annoy him is that the total prize money this year is up twenty two percent on last year. So it's up to In eleven point the... seven. That's the total purse up yeah. to eleven point seven million pounds. That would be, I believe, that little fancy thing that I'm looking at. Yes. Where does this money come from? Why was it not there last year? Like I get it going up a couple percent CPI, but twenty two percent that is a huge raise. Yeah, well exactly. Where have they been where have they been hoarding all this money? Mm. Now that they're getting a bit nervous and the live, you know, starting to get bigger and getting more players, it's like, oh, here you go. Here's I wonder a, here's how a long extra. before it's a there's no uh, everyone gets paid and there's no cut. Well, are they going to go that way? Who knows? Like, obviously, they're pretty, pretty staunch with their traditional sort of, you know, values and everything. There's I did a lot of players. See... Like I saw Rory came out and was like, "I categorically deny that I'm going across." And you know, he, I imagine it'd be pretty awkward in the change room. Like, a few players have come out and said a few spiteful things. Yeah, and I think, I think the players themselves are getting sick of it and getting sick of having to answer the same questions and all the speculation or who's going where and all that sort of stuff so someone might just you might they might get someone on a bad day and they might just absolutely tee off so that'll be that could be some good viewing yeah but i want <laughs> you to up. come out put, we'll, we'll, we're moving on to our betting part of the show i want you to come out Love will it. this be tiger's last he's said a few things that maybe lead you to believe that he's finishing up soon mm-hmm. so he sort of i can't he, I'm paraphrasing, but he said something along the lines of... Um, I'm quoting this. No. Nah. <laughs> but it was something along the lines of, you know, this is a really special one, being back at St. Andrews. 
and like I don't know if I'll be around for the next time it's here. Like you know, oh, if it looks like more or less every five or six years, then it's yeah, definitely not going to be there. Yeah, so um, although he's the he's the new Iron Man, he's taken Ripken's last no nickname now because he's <laughs> rebuilt his leg. He's going to start. Yeah, so Maybe no, what was the question? Are we thinking is he finishing up at the end of this year or will this be his last? Well, what do you think? Is this his last Open or is this his last tournament? Is this his last Open or is this his last I think this will just be his last Open. I think he'll, he'll have a few more tournaments yep. in him. But I don't think he'll You're come really back You've really got out of limb there. Well done. <laughs> I don't know. I've got no idea, but... <laughs> no, <fairly>. All right. <laughs> no, so I said he's last open. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> We're moving on to the biggest part of the show, the betting tournament. Now, oh, betting. Betting segment. It's the biggest part because you are on a genuine heater, mate. You won us again last week. It's the hottest segment at the moment. Oh. It's, it's what the fans have been waiting for. They're like, hurry up, get through the news. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, whatever. Condoleezza Rice, righto, move on. Yeah. <laughs> But I know that you're on a genuine heater, and we're going to get to you in a minute. Last mm-hmm. week, it was pointed out by one of our biggest fans. Now, his name is Adam, but he's the best thing about him is I, it feels weird calling him Adam. He's got a nickname of Flog Boy, which I've only ever called him Flog Boy. And he answers, it's a very loving nickname. His dad gave it to him because apparently he's a bit of a flog. But Said affectionately, sure. Yeah, I feel flog weird boy. calling him Adam because... It's one of those awesome ones where it's just yeah he's no he's flog boy and he's always flog boy. He yep. uh, the Gary Busey last week. Did you realise that he sent us a tip that's two or three weeks away? I I didn't see that no. no I, I, it was I, this week. I saw the tip and I saw yeah I saw Sunday because I was having a look on Sportsbet myself and I saw it was on a Sunday. I was like, oh, you beauty, no worries. And yeah. Then, yeah no, obviously, it's, it's, it's not till the 23rd. 24th so or something, yeah. So next week, we don't need to get his tip, but he has yeah. sent us one this week. And we're going to start with his because I want to build yours up a bit more. So he's nah. gone for the golf, um, the Open. He's gone Rory McIlroy to win outright at $11. So he has picked one okay. that is running this week, which is a good start. That's a great start. Well done, but Hughes. $11 is juicy. Well, I was going to say, like he's... Obviously, Rory would be one of the favourites, but you're still getting a lot of value there at 11 bucks. So that's, 11 bucks, that's oh. start of the week. So yeah, that's always a good time to pick it. And that's I think what we went with the Buse. Yeah, he's Rory, like, Rory has. Yeah, yeah. he's oh Busey. Uh, yeah, Busey's probably been going okay, but now Rory, he's been getting. I think he's been top ten in his last three major appearances. So you know, he's got yeah, got a good bit of form behind so him, and he eleven dollars. That's you know, there's a lot of talk about his. Yeah, his chances at the Open, so... Let's move on from Gary. Let's move on to you, mate. What have you got for us? And for the punters, uh, more than anything, more than me. For the punters. I hope the punters are getting around it. No, so we're, we're going uh, baseball again, because... Um, it's working. It's, it's what's working. It's it what we know. It ain't broke, don't fix it, mate. It ain't broke, don't fix it. So we're going with... Back to... We're not doing a same-game multi. We're just doing a four-leg, uh, four-game multi. Yeah. yeah, still a multi, yeah. not just not same-gamer. Yeah, that's right. So we've got the Atlanta Braves um, at against the Washington Nationals, the Yankees at home to beat the Cincinnati Reds, the Cardinals at home to roll the Dodgers, which we're getting a little bit of value that there. That is the value right there. Yeah. And the Twins, the Minnesota Twins at home to beat the White Sox. So we've just changed up a little bit. Normally we go to the home teams, all home teams, uh, but this week the Braves... 
are away, but we've chucked them in. So a little four-leg multi there is going to get us, I think it was seven or 7.85 or something. So then you can power play that, juice that up, get it up to around 8.85. Yeah. 8.85? For four legs. Wow. Yeah, that so. uh, the Braves away. That's that's the real juice right there. So we'll be, we'll be that's tomorrow morning running. These are all going to be on tomorrow. So Friday, yeah. Yeah, make sure you get onto this early. It is a bit tricky with the baseball. You can sort of only bet one day out on the uh, on the games on sports bet. So it's a little bit tricky. But if you're one of the eager listeners who jumps on, straight you know, straight away. So this is your this is your incentive to get Flood on straight away. Floodboy, you'd like to meet him. He's a uh, he, he backs you every week. So. Nice, Flog Boy. Well, he'd be he'd be winning. So Not, don't call him Adam. <laughs> no, I, <don't, laughs> I like Flog Boy. So yeah. we'll, go, we'll stick with that. He's a good man. But <laughs> that is uh, that's we've 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 managed to get up to an hour today, mate. That's no awesome. multi from you. No, so I'm going to run a multi, but I'll, I'll run it next week. Um, ah, yep. So I'll, I'll we're going to pick, or I'm going to pick the winner of every division the NFL. So when it comes to season time, I'm going to run a... Oh, you're doing a bit of a slow burner. Yeah, it will be a slow burner, but it'll be... Ooh, I like it. Fucking juicy. Oh, um, when it comes be some to value the there. season, um, I'm going to pick against the spread every week. Yep. Uh, and see how I go. I've, I've, I've come close a couple of times, but yep. they are very juicy. They're in the thousands of juicies. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, but... Yeah, next week I'm going to do do me a bit of study this week, and I'm going to pick the winner of every division. And I actually won this last year, so okay. I'm coming on, coming in some red hot form. I look forward to that. That so, sounds yeah, good. That's next. Another thing to look forward to next week. I don't mind a little slow burner, you know, whole season bet yeah. too. It's a good one to, to follow week to week. And yeah, last week I picked. Uh, last week, last year I had the, I went out on a limb. I picked the Bills to win their division. Yes. So with two games to go, they were actually second behind New England. So I was getting a little bit nervous, but they <laughs> finished off strong and they got the job done. So Yeah, we'd love uh, to yeah. see it, yeah. So another one to look forward to next week. But that is all we have for uh, everyone this week, mate. Yes. I, uh, I appreciate, as always, you coming on. You're always the star of the show. It's always a pleasure to be here, mate. But if uh, you do like our podcast, make sure you tell your friends, your family, and probably the co-workers this week. I reckon that's who you should be telling. Yep. I like that. Uh, make sure we, we've had a few five-star ratings, which is delicious. Uh, and leave a review. I know on Apple, you, you can leave a review, Apple Podcasts. Uh, make sure you do. I like to read them and, you know, have a chuckle. I get my missus gives me a lot of shit for them, but that's all right. <laughs> you can find us on the socials, A-G-S-A-U Podcast on Twitter. But Instagram is the one and Facebook because that's where our competition will be. So Don't forget to watch Sunday, out for the competition. Yes, anygivensunday.au on Instagram and anygivensundayaustralia on Facebook. Get sure, Make sure you get onto those. Uh, tag your friends. Get around this uh, competition. Win yourself a couple of slabs and a couple of nice shirts, I reckon. It's a great little prize pack, so, yeah, get around it. Tag your mates. Get them listening to the potty. That's it. The more we get, the, the better this podcast the better the prizes are for you guys yeah 100% and there'll be more competitions in the future so yeah actually actually another thing I should mention we've got some gear some shirts oh yeah you haven't even talked about about it it. Uh, you'll have your shirt soon enough mate Um, yeah but yeah so make sure you look around I actually I I went low on the order because I didn't think they'd sell and I'm nearly sold out so I'm going to put in another order so if you want a shirt have a look on the socials Uh, make sure you let me know sizes and colours that you want and I'll I'm going to get another order in and uh, get the people decked out in any given Sunday. Perfect. 
As we always say at the end, mate, uh, thanks to everyone. Thanks to Ryan Wall. He come on. He can you believe he did all that off the top of his head? He told me. He, but he's he's a smart he smart operator. A, he is so. an absolute football nuffy, which is grouse. You, me, we need we need show notes. Wally, smart man. Nah, he just he had his young bloke uh, inside crying, so he went and sat in his car <laughs> and uh, just reeled off off the top of his head. He told me later, or he sent me a message as we're talking now, that um, he goes, I should have had notes in front of me. So you might have heard me chuckle halfway through. That's why uh, <laughs> I, I can't do anything without notes. So. But nah, thank you as always, Timmy. Nah, it's a pleasure, mate. Thanks and, for having uh, me. Go the Packers. Go the Raiders. Yeah.